Where the hell the old man at? Yo, 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 yo. Where the hell the old man at? He said he was free. That's what I'm waiting on right now. That's who I'm waiting on right now. Shame. Ah, <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's been a long time since we have been with you, but if you hear my voice and you hear Rob's voice, and pretty soon you'll hear, you'll hear Murph too. You know what time it is. It is time for not only the best wrestling podcast in the state, not only the best one in the country, but the best one in the entire fucking universe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Black Guys Talking About Wrestling. You have me, your boy, Way, the Mad King himself, and also on board with me right now, we have the BGTW World Heavyweight Champion. Also, the BGTW World Television Champion. We have the King of the Mountain himself, the Sovereign, the Mountain upon which you wish to reach. I know I mess it up as I normally do, but I did that on purpose because I missed you, sir. How have you been? I hate you for so many reasons. But you know what? The only thing that that softens my anger and wrath against you right now for being as terrible as you are is watching this blasphemous this blasphemous top 50 list that I'm watching right now. It, it definitely hurts my it hurts my soul so much. I can't believe that I'm even giving it as much as much credence as you are. Not even credence that I'm giving it the attention that I'm giving it right now. I just oh goodness. But we're in WrestleMania season, so you know this is the time to you this, know this all we do is talk about wrestling. This was going to happen, and we have the full list. We are going to talk about it. Uh, we also are going to say some of the predictions for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. And yeah, we're about to rock this episode out. We got quite a bit to talk about. Uh, again, Paul White decided to leave WWE. Andre C. and Almas himself has also requested his release from the WWE. There's a lot going on in the world of wrestling right now. There's a lot going on. Again, half of it, half of it, due to who our world champion is right now, we will not be talking about because he says he refuses to, you know, talk about what he calls Drake um, in his Stephen A voice. But again, understandable as the world champion, he has said right. Uh, but the, but again, we're going to definitely go ahead and get into this 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 blasphemous ass list of the top 50 uh women superstars in wwe history so well, no i gotta i gotta stop you there because i was listening to uh i was listening to the to the old man down in kentucky yeah and they brought and they were talking about it and the thing is this is not a comprehensive list of top 50 women of all time right 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 this, this is, is a, a modern a era what's well, a modern era list of women in WWE which in and of itself is kind of what's the word I want to use it's it's limiting but even still they have a huge pool to pull from and a lot of familiar names to, to talk about 
but the criteria that they that they're using at this point i think is what's leading me to be as frustrated as i am about it one you're going to end up with a ton of the quote-unquote eye candy era which is the majority of the uh late mid mid 90s to 2010s because there's there's not much that you can really pull from as far as athletes and people who put on matches that you were willing to look at you know for those of you guys that are listening that haven't yet watched the the uh, the top 50 list you know do it at your own peril if you're a true wrestling fan you'll probably be just as upset as I am about it if you're not a wrestling fan and you're just trying to watch wrestling content you'll probably be entertained um, but you know I'm looking at again I, when I watch wrestling I want to see matches and it's the reason that, I t- that I'm as hard as I am in, in critiquing even the male even the male talent you know what I'm saying you know we, we bring up Undertaker and we bring up cats like Scott Hall and we talk and everybody's like oh these guys should have been this or Scott Hall should have been champ at least once and Undertaker you know is the greatest of all time and I sit and I look I hear all of those things and I bristle and I'm not in ne- I'm not necessarily sold uh from a from a fan perspective or even from a professional perspective there's a ton of respect that the taker has and i and that's never going to be questioned but when you're looking at these women and especially these women who are being lumped into a top 50 list i think the scrutiny should have been a little better no i'm not even i'm not even through the 20s yet no, I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I feel like the scrutiny should have definitely been a little bit um, better. Uh, again, I knew I going into this list, I knew that quite a few of the the women of the you know the current WWE roster um, were going to be on this list just because of how high WWE values you know their own product, which they should. Um, but going to say that is the reason why I kind of scrutinize this list myself personally um, but again let's go ahead and get into it uh, so starting off starting off at, at number 50 Tony Storm how do you feel I'm gonna ask the same you asked the same question that everybody else asked who the fuck is Tony Storm no very very legitimate so Tony Storm is the inaugural, no, not the inaugural. Uh, she is the second ever NXT UK Women's Champion. Um, she's come over to NXT and made a very, very, you know, not a very, very strong impact, but she's made a strong impact. Um, she was quite the talent on the UK independent scene, and WWE has seemed to, to, to scoop her up and, you know, bring her into the fold. And at one point in time, her and Rhea Ripley were supposed to be the the cornerstones of the NXT UK women's division. Um, But again, that did not happen that way. Of course, people moved on to different places, but Tony Storm at 50, though, out of everybody, um, yeah, I don't see it. And you shouldn't see it, because again, it's 
Tony fucking Storm. Like I said, there's the 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 way that, again, I we you can go through this joint point by point. The truth of the matter is it, you're going to be hard pressed to hear me say, "Oh yeah, uh I agree with that placement automatically." If I'm if I'm doing a 50 list and I'm doing it of the modern era, I got to take into account, you know, who's been champ, how many times they've been champ, be it divas or women's champion. I got to consider match quality, what type of matches is this somebody who did, you know, who re- who actually wrestled or who was mostly a valet. And that's what right. I'm saying with a lot of these with a lot of these that you know oh well a lot of these women were valets for the majority you know I'm, I'm pretty sure the Sable's gonna pop up on this list oh she will she definitely will she definitely will and, when, and her placement's gonna piss you off her placement's gonna as, as most of these placements are gonna piss you off her placement's gonna piss you off though Stacy um, Keebler is on this list Kelly Kelly is on this list just... a matter of fact matter of fact this is what we'll do we'll break it down instead of me going one by one We'll break it down in sections of ten. Uh, so, so, so again, starting at the bottom, number fifty, Tony Storm, number forty-nine, Caitlin, number forty-eight, Kaylee Ray, number forty-seven, Sonya Deville, number forty-six, Shotzi Blackheart, number forty-five, Candice LeRae, number uh, no, number forty-five, Kelly Kelly, number forty-four, Candice LeRae, number forty-three, Nikki Cross. Number 42, Layla L from Lay Cool. And number 41, Ember Moon. Uh, so, so far on this list, we have uh, NXT UK Women's Champion. We have a former Divas Champion. We have the current NXT UK Women's Champion. Um, we have uh, uh, Kelly Kelly, who's also a former Divas Champion. Uh, let's see who else is on here. We have the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Ember Moon and Shotzi, correct. And Layla, who's a former women's and divas champion, if I'm not mistaken. And Ember Moon was a former NXT women's champion. So there's so from 50 to 41, there's definitely, you know, not a single title reign, I'll say, on here that's been like, oh wow, this title reign stands out. But you know, they from 50 to 41, there's women on here that have chips, even recent chips. Oh no, that's the only argument that I can really make is that they have is that they have chips. I don't feel like anybody from fifty to forty, and I feel like I'm gonna say that about a lot of people on this list. I don't feel like any of them have been in WWE, quote unquote, long enough to be able or made an impact to be able to be like, oh, they're one of the greatest of all time that we've seen. Now, if you want to talk about pure in-ring work. As far as the women's division, this has been the one of the best women's working divisions of, of all time. But as far as like them, their 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 what's what I'm looking for? Like their gimmick, their their star power? No, not at all. Well, that's the thing. You're never. You're, it's gonna. You're gonna be hard pressed to find a woman that's going to have like strong. That's gonna have strong drawing power. Um. Unless they, you know, they're crossover from someplace else. Ronda Rousey um, is at the top of that list. Ronda Rousey was a legitimate badass in the UFC. Um, if Chris Cyborg decided to cross over into professional wrestling, uh, Chris Cyborg would have the same type of drawing power 
that Ronda Rousey has. Only the, the only catch is Ronda has movies and other acting accolades behind her that gives her a more cross, uh, more cross-platform appeal. The only other person that you can say had that that put butts in seats to the level that uh, well, one nobody's put butts in seats to the level of a Ronda Rousey, and so. No, no. But again, that's because of her UFC affiliation. She was a, she was a made star that the U, that the WWE said, "All right, well, you know, you said that you want to do this, so we'll go ahead and give you the shot." Um, you'll have Sonny in the '90s uh, because Sonny was at the very beginning of the uh, of the internet, and so cats, you know, the internet and you know attitude era slash monday night wars slash you know the the wrestling program itself being something that pe- that drew a lot of eyes to it you get sunny as you know as as that i i'm hard pressed to put china in that category but i will because again china was a specimen she couldn't she couldn't wrestle for shit but but she was but she was she was a specimen you look at her and you're like yo who's that guy chick oh that's a chick oh wow that chick is huge and and that's what it became but those are you know do you put trish in that in that category trish was popular to wrestling fans but was trish popular outside of wrestling no to a certain extent she she was but she wasn't to the level of like a austin or rock trish Stratus again you'll never have a woman that, you'll never have a woman that's rock austin but 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 hear me out this is what the old man down south of kentucky said right he like and this is an analogy that that he's used that is made that's you know it's made sense to me um Trish Stratus was Trish Trish Stratus was in the WWE at a point in time when they were still getting four million, five million views. So she's more of an easily recognizable name to the mainstream when they still had um, WWE New York, um, you know, the WWE radio show blasting in New York. She's still more of a, a recognizable name compared to women of the modern era because the the wrestling business has fallen into shit again but you're talking about wrestling fans walk up to somebody on the street and ask them if they know who Trish Stratus is and again to wrestling fans you're running to a wrestling fan like oh yeah I know who Trish Stratus is Walk up to a wrestling fan and ask them. Uh, ask, walk up to a non-wrestling fan and ask them who China is. Ask them who Ronda Rousey is. You know, you'll be like, "All right, yeah, well, I know who they are." This is gonna sound somewhat misogynistic, and again, I'll take it because this was the answer that was given to me. I've done that with Trish Stratus because me and me and one of my coworkers who are both wrestling fans, um, we're talking about it. And so we randomly asked uh, uh, one of our like donors and was like, do you know who Trish, like Trish Stratus is? Like, have you heard that name before? And they said, oh yeah, blonde head, white girl with the big titties. Um, that was on the WWF. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, so you do know. So it's not so, that's what, so, again, just from a personal experience, I have asked somebody um, random, um, you know, how do they know Trish Stratus? Um, and prior to asking that question, we did verify, and I did ask, like, do you watch wrestling? They're like, no, nah, I don't watch all that, like, I paid attention a little while back during like the nineties and early two thousands, but which is why they know who Trish Stratus is. Which is no, which was what my point was. Like there was a bigger audience and a bigger view at one point in time compared to now. Again, I get that. Yeah, no, like I said, I get that. You know, again, the night, the mid to late nineties. Uh, through the mid 2000s that's your boom you put more eye the only time you see more eyes on the product is in the 40s and 50s 40s 50s maybe the 60s you know what i'm saying and that's that's from a from a global perspective when you're looking at regional territories and stuff like that in the 60s 70s and 80s that's a different story because there's people who were huge in one place that nobody knows in another place again look at pat patterson in san francisco but did everybody this did they know who pat patterson was in detroit adrian adonis in new york dick the bruiser in the midwest yeah you know what i'm saying the, the original chic in detroit you know what i'm saying so you you get these you have these moments of this happen of 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 having those pockets of it again not taking anything away from trish and what she did because i believe that again trish was what she was perfect for the time that she was there but i i again you're hard pressed to tell me that there were people watching the pro that there were people who were not watching the product that were saying hey i know who this person is you know okay, okay okay i got you i got you i got you um all right so starting from number 40 going up to number 31 number 40 eve torres number 39 lacey evans all right hold the fuck up. wait a second um number 38 jazz number 37 maurice Number thirty six, Maurice. Come the number third. Number thirty five, Bianca Belair. Number thirty four, Carmella. Number thirty three, Gail Kim. Number thirty two, Jacqueline. And number thirty one, Kyrie Sane. Again, that's about where I'm at right now as far as watching this personally. And again, look, you're you're putting the people who are. You're still dealing with people who are, or women rather, who are more recognizable to the modern, to the to the modern watcher. Right, right. Um, Lacey Evans, really? I, again, that's the one that threw me off at 39. Who the fuck is Lacey Evans? Well, again, like... but again, th- think about her ability versus the person out of three stars her ability might get like a two maybe like a one and a half because Lacey Evans like yeah she can go a little bit but she ain't no top top talent 
She ain't nothing that you're gonna put a, a belt on and strap a rocket to. She's a placeholder. I don't know about that. I I think the charisma that she has and stuff definitely she has a she has a ton of potential. Um, I think that she suffers right now from them putting too much emphasis on other people. That's just me personally. Again, I I'm not knocking I'm not knocking the ones that they got there. I'm not knocking your Beckys or your Sashas or your Charlottes, but let's call it what it is. It's you put them. It's 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 like you know that you got somebody. Okay, you know that you got somebody that can go, that can work, but maybe they're missing a little something. Uh. Think about think about somebody like uh, Landstorm. Okay, even though like, even though I was a Landstorm fan, but I, I get I get I feel like I get where you're going with this. Landstorm was out and out a fantastic worker, solid through and through. He was he was just as if not more talented than his tag his his fellow thrill seeker tag team partner Chris Jericho. <laughs> The only, how dare you get high in the middle of me trying to sit here and talk about this? I, I heard you unpro- were saying you're unprofessional. Look here, Max. I heard your soliloquy. You okay, un- you unprofessional. You disrespect. Really? <laughs> Disrespectful makes you hair- unprofessional. Never. Your, your hair's uneven. You ain't cute. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. <laughs> you hurt. That hurt. Because I remember that episode of Be of Beyond Scare Straight. That actually hurts. Because I felt bad for that boy. I felt bad for him. Like, you ain't got cut up. Like, what you think you're going to do on the streets? Don't nobody want you. You're dusty. Your hair's uneven. I was like, damn. Like, you came to jail to, like, you didn't have to get roasted while you was up in there. You're roasted Jesus. by a gay dude. Anyway. Jesus. But back to what I was saying. Last Storm, solid through and through. And while he wouldn't have worked, while he didn't work on his first run anywhere else, WCW goes to WWE or goes, goes from WCW to, uh, or to ECW. I must say um, he was definitely a, he was definitely an impact player. Yeah, in ECW, it the staleness of his character worked because all they cared about was your work rate in ECW. So the fans got in there and saw, oh, this dude can go. We don't give a shit if he can't cut a promo. And then you get this very robotic, you know. But that's the thing. When they put him with Justin, with with Justin Credible, and if I'm not mistaken, quote me if I'm wrong. Possibly Shane Douglas. I may be no. thinking of you okay, thinking somebody else. Shane, Shane Douglas. Right. Shane Douglas. It was Shane Douglas, Chris Candido, and Bam Bam Bigelow. It uh, was yeah, okay. Like the impact, players, yeah, or yeah. like something like that. Yeah, I the got imp- you. The impact players were Justin Credible, Lance Storm, uh, uh, uh. The sexiest man alive. Uh, Pause. I forgot his name. It was a single name. I think I want to say Marcus or something. I don't fucking know. Anyway, um, but no, that staleness of his character still worked because he gave you this very robotic. You know, I'm from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, 
And it he was, was by the way, it was it was just incredible. Landstorm, Don Marie, and somebody named Jason. Knight. Jason, there it is, the sexiest man alive, Jason. Um, and Francine, well, not Francine, uh, Don Marie. Yeah. Um, Which, if she's on this, if she's on this list, if Don Marie is on this list, I'm going to scream. But, but, but again, so so here's what you get when you when you have this guy. He was highly decorated in ECW. He was decorated in WCW because he was a great worker. He even got titles in WWE because he's a solid mid-card worker. Right. The the up what people fail to realize about wrestling in general, and and this is why everybody can't have what there's what what everybody can't be at the top. Is because in order to be at the top of the program, in order to, to have your name in lights, you have to have character, not just wrestling ability. Right. And sometimes we we as the wrestling, the wrestling community, the the fans watch and we want so much more for somebody because we're a fan of their work. But the truth of the matter is, does this person sell merch? Does this person put butts in seats? And when you're looking at women. And when you're looking at at, at people, at, at women wrestlers, that is something that they're still working on. Again, you know that Ronda Rousey puts butts in seats. Right. Call it what it is. And and yes, I would absolutely say that once Becky finally put it together, and she she leaned into that being the man thing. Oh, that was fantastic! And yes, she started putting butts in seats. Yes, it, it, it um, is what it is. I'll even give, I'll even as much as I hate saying it, to a degree, Sasha and Charlotte put yes. butts in seats. Now they did. They, now, they ran with that with the Raw Women's Championship and that continuous back and forth where they were passing the title for a while. There, that made me tune back in the Raw. That was around the time when I got back into watching WWE, and that made me tune back in the Raw. That actually made me want to go out and buy. I believe it was WWE 2K17. I think that was the one. It actually made me want to go out and buy that game so I could like redo that rivalry. It was fantastic. But I say all of that to say there's no comparison if we're sitting here and doing this from a oh, but do they draw like The Rock? Do they draw like Stone Cold Steve Austin? Do they draw like Hogan? Because no. The answer will always be no. They don't. And for the type of for the type of personalities that, I mean, for the type of uh, performers that they are, that's just how it's going to be. You know, we're not going, we're not sitting here trying to reinvent the wheel at this point. We are sitting here trying, ooh, I don't like that at all. <clears throat> no, nah, that that shouldn't have fired the way that it did. Anyway, um, the uh, but but so we're not we're not trying to sit here and say, yo, these women need to have impact and do blah 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 blah. But what I am saying is, these women should have more to them than just, oh, I'm, I, I did such and such, you know. Jackie had Jackie why she's so low on the list given the fact that she's a the first black women's champion 
I believe I believe the first black well I know that she's the first WWE black women's champion I don't think they ever had a women's championship in in WCW no they did they did it didn't last too long at all um but she but there were no black champions not at all Medusa if I'm not mistaken was the only American so you get that you have um you know, they, they didn't have they they it wasn't a, a thing about having a women's champion. A matter of fact, no, Medusa never held it at all either. It ran from ninety six to ninety seven and it was held by two Joshis. Who? Japanese women's wrestlers. They they're called Joshi. I'm glad, you I'm glad that you decided to Google that. Anyway. Wow. Calling it what it is, man. You'll be all right. Anyway. I get. I, I I watch AEW because I watch across all content, just to just to stay in the loop on the wrestling as a whole. That's how I know the term Joshi. That doesn't make it right. I, I never said it does. I'm just telling you where I got it from. I didn't Google it. <laughs> it uses, oh, I heard this in AEW, so I'm gonna call it this. No, they're women wrestlers. Anyway, the the end of the day. She's the she's she was the first black women's champion, um, and this is after they decided, you know, after Moolah held that shit for seventy five years. years. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cool. Um, and even still, um, if you count it, you got Jackie, and there wasn't another one until or no Jackie then Jazz because Jazz absolutely yeah. held that joint. After Jazz, you don't get another one until Sasha, which is not we, which we haven't even named yet. Yeah, is, is Sasha the next one? Yeah. Uh, as far, as, far as black, as far as black yeah. women now, as far as yeah. women of color, Eve Torres, Eve Torres, who's Hispanic, is in there, but no. So yeah, you don't get another one from till Sasha, which is twenty years later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's. So well, no, 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 no. Because, um, uh, uh, damn it, Naomi had it before Sasha did. Didn't oh, she? matter of fact, no, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, Naomi. Naomi. So still, twenty years later, but but here's the thing: we're still only counting four black women in the history of the championship. J- Jackie, Jazz. They're a couple of years. They're, they're not even a couple of years apart. Flash forward twenty years. Naomi and Sasha. Sasha. Yep, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, again, uh, as far as like the placement of certain names on this list, like obviously, in my opinion, Gail Kim, Jackie, and Jazz should be way higher on this list. Like, absolutely, I'm, yeah. absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like top ten. Um, for all three of them, Gail Kim absolutely should be top ten. Gail Kim should be top five. The oh, problem no, is, no, no question, no question. Like, but, but again, but again, I'm saying that because of how because of the performer that Gail Kim that was. Is. Right. But but the question still remains: Did Gail Kim put butts in seats? Not in the WWE. There you have. Then that's that's the only game that matters. Because yes, let's, let's let's call it what it is. If if they're running neck and neck, if they're running shows side by side with Impact, 
and I tell you I'm going to have Charlotte versus Bailey on my show and you're going to tell me you're going to have ODB and Gail Kim in an impact or, show or no no put Gail Kim and Awesome Kong up there because that's what drew the money again because you're looking at it, they're, they're, you're playing up the David and Goliath thing. put ODB ODB was a solid worker so I'm not taking anything against her. And hell, ton of charisma. Tons. So, so so I can say run a Bailey Charlotte against an ODB Gail Kim, whose match is going to be technically superior. ODB and Gail Kim. I, w- I would say Bailey and Charlotte. Absolutely not. Bailey's a more technical worker. But if you're talking about overall, ODB and Gail Kim. That's, that's going to tell a story. It's going to it's going to draw you in. I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that Charlotte and Bailey would be a bad match. If I'm if, again, Bailey and Sa- if I'd have said Bailey and Sasha versus ODB and Gail Kim, it'd probably be a wash because I'm sitting and watching both of those. I, I'm gonna find a way to do picture in picture and watch both. <laughs> but if you're asking me to spend my money on one of those matches. I'm going to spend that money on Gail Kim and ODB. Again, no disrespect to Bailey, and honestly, no disrespect to Charlotte. But that's like asking me if I want to watch the Headbangers versus, you know... The, what? Too too much before they became too cool? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's... You know, there's a point where you realize that it's only going to be so much of what it is. And, I got you. I got you. And, and that just is what it is. So again, I'm 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 shitty about the, the thing, but go ahead and continue with whatever's next. So next up on the list from 30 to 21. <clears throat> number 30, the after the previously spoken of Naomi. Number 29, my girl, boy Nakano. My girl. Okay, okay. Again, I feel like she should be much higher, but she made the list. I'm happy about that. Uh, 28, Ivory. 27, Melina. 26, they they loop the Bella Twins in together because you have to. Um, 25, Io Shirai. 24, Luna Vachon. Again, should be much higher. 23, Stephanie McMahon. Um, 22, Michelle McCool. And 21, Rhea Ripley. So really quick, um, let me just kind of run through the resume. Of, of these sets really quick and you know then we'll go from there uh, so Naomi former two time Smackdown Women's Champion Bull Nakano former WWE Women's Champion and if I'm not mistaken I believe she may have held the original Women's Tag Championships uh, Ivory uh, multi time Women's Champion Molina has held the Divas and Women's Championship of WWE both of the Bella Twins are former Divas Champion um, Nikki Bella had the record for the longest women's title reign, women the Divas Championship title reign. Um, Io Shirai is currently the NXT Women's Champion. Luna Vachon has just been in the WWE for a while. I believe she's a former Women's Champion too. Stephanie McMahon, um, daughter of Vince McMahon, owner of the WWE, also a former Women's Champion. Uh, Michelle McCool, former Women's Champion and former Divas Champion and Rhea Ripley, um, former NXT Women's Champion and NXT UK Women's Champion. And will be going on to WrestleMania to face Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship, which I hope she wins. 
I hate you so much. Let's let's look at this list for a second. So we start with Naomi. Mm-hmm. We then go to Bull Nakano. My girl, lover, I love Bull. I don't know why you got to think fluffy Japanese chicks, but okay. Don't do that. I love uh, Bull Nakano. I, I love her work, man. Like I watch a lot of her her matches. I love I love a lot of her work. Like I love Bull so so here's my beef because you go now I'm glad that you go Naomi Bull Nakano Ivory but again Ivory is one who deserves to be higher on the list very much so um, Ivory needs to be neck and neck with Molly Holly Jacqueline needs to be neck and neck with all three of them absolutely does but then you turn around and put Stephanie fucking McMahon at 23 wave wave hold on several spots uh, ahead ooh several spots ahead of Ivory ahead of Melina ahead of Luna ahead of EO the Bellas no here's the thing even with the Bellas again cross platform they are making the WWE money without stepping into a ring. Let's call it what it is. People people forget about the fact that the total the total divas uh, TV show they literally just like yeah let's do a Kardashian version of the women backstage in wrestling and then spun it into a show for themselves, just like the fucking Kardashians. That's, that's that's come on, man. So that's again, nuts. so so I, I know why they're on the list. Are they the best workers? Absolutely not. Nikki but, did get better as time went on, but she still wasn't. Nikki still. Nikki got better because she was working. She was working with the top guy. He was he. That's the one thing I will say that John Cena gave Nikki Bella work ethic. He absolutely told her, like, yo, if you're going to be out here and telling people that we together, then you at least got to look like something in the ring. Because They I, can't just be thinking you just getting your spot because we fucking, like, you got to be able, you got to show something. Exactly. But not just that. I think that Cena takes the takes the business that seriously. It's the same thing with, with uh, Charlotte and, uh, and Andrade. I don't care how who how great her daddy was. Charlotte didn't get better until she started messing with Andrade. And that's mm-hmm. verifiable. Go back, look at Charlotte's matches pre-Andrade. And then start looking at her matches and the work rate and the and the passion and the and the storytelling that she got to do in the that she started doing in the ring with with these different women that came from working with Andrade and you can't tell me otherwise I, I refuse you know the, oh well she was born she was born for this no she no she wasn't she'll tell you like yo I wasn't trying to do none of this I only did it because my brother died that's the crazy part 
And they, and again, the marketing machine behind the WWE is what it is. And Charlotte is as high on this list as she's going to be. Because I'm pretty sure her bum ass is going to be number two. But the truth of the matter is, she's the marketing machine pushes her that. And then her daddy's name pushes her higher. She will leave this business unless she does something catastrophic. She will leave this business the most recognizable women's wrestler as long as she plays her position. Period. It's a shoe-in for her. She's got a better shot at being a better second generation, having a better second generation career than any other with the exception of The Rock. Mm. Simone won't touch even Randy. Well, no, Randy's third. Randy's third. But the Rock is third. Randy, the Rock's a third generation wrestler. But the Rock did. Look at all what the Rock has done, both in the ring and outside the ring. Nobody's right. gonna touch that. Randy is a solid fucking worker. Let's let's not take that away from. Him. But again, Randy is known to wrestling fans. And again, to wrestling fans, Randy's royalty. Randy is the most popular or- Orton. Yes. He, he surpassed his father and his grandfather. Yes. The the Rock surpassed Rocky Soul Man Johnson and High Chief Peter Maivia. People know those names because of their son or their, and their grandson. But not everybody knows Cowboy Bob Orton not hell fewer know his grandfather his his dad you know what I'm saying it's just it's part of what it is the the marketing machine of the WWE did exactly what it was supposed to do it's pushing these kids to the front Charlotte plays her position she becomes the greatest women's wrestler she'll she'll be hell she's already got 13 fucking title reigns Come on, she's already Ric Flair in 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 the women's department. No facts. You you I got you. No facts. As far and that's the thing. And WWE is like low key considering putting like there's been rumors that she she's they've been considering putting her in like the 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 SmackDown women's women's championship match and making that a triple threat. Which if they do that. Um, that might that might be my final straw. Nah, they that, they absolutely won't do that. One, she's she's on the she's on Raw. They they they're talking about switching her to SmackDown, but it's not enough time for them to even do that. Again, that's what I'm saying. This is one of those like last minute rumors type things. Nah, they're but, not gonna do it. They're gonna make her sit out Mania this year. It is what it is, and I'm and I'm okay with that. Uh, she can sit it out. Um, Rhea Ripley absolutely does not need to beat Oscar. Notice what I said. Doesn't need to beat Oscar, right? Again, but, we've spoken about that about that word on the the podcast numerous times. Like, for instance, um, again, people needing world championships. Like you said, you feel like you don't need those two titles that sit on your shoulders. I don't. But, but, but you have them. I do, and because I de- and, because I deserve them. Just because I don't need them doesn't mean I don't deserve them. And um, 
Just wait. Just let me get past DB. You, Continue. Though. And that's the thing. You still got to get past him. That's the funny part. Anyway, of this of this section of the list has by far the least amount of talent. And yet they're all in the 20s. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So let's go on to this next section then. So da, da, da. this is 20 through 11. 20 through 11. Uh, sorry, the the list spazzed out on me. Here we go. All right. So from 20 to 11, we have Natalia at number 20, AJ Lee at number 19, Shayna Baszler at 18, <laughs> Paige at 17, Fable <laughs> at 16, <laughs> Molly Holly at 15, Victoria at 14, Alexa Bliss at 13, Mickey James at 12, and Beth Phoenix at 11. Please let me start this one off. What the literal fuck? Um, yeah. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I've already spoken on my, my feelings when it comes to like Jackie, Gail Kim, Luna. Um, again, even Bull, like, I feel like a lot of them should be, you know, much, much, much higher. Um, I'm looking at what I personally would consider, again, quite a few that, that would fit in, like, my personal top 10 from how I remember them. Um, but the way, it depending on how the way, because there's still a few names that haven't been said. So depending on the way the top 10 shakes out, this could be somewhat accurate minus Sable because what the fuck is Sable doing um, this high up but like you also did say she did draw the WWE money where did she draw the money she well, she, she brought in male viewers who wanted to see titties she got Playboy that's about the highest that's the best that you're going to get from me out of Sable fair enough I got you um, again any more any, anything else as far as the list goes again at the very least now they're looking at people who have actual talent the, the rankings however are atrocious um Sable should definitely be number 50 if she's going to be on this list fair um uh AJ Lee being what was that number 19 yes why why good why bad why both Where do you where do you feel like she should be? I think AJ was a solid performer, and AJ probably deserves to be in the twenties somewhere. I don't think she deserves to she, be she, number she's nineteen. I said in the twenties. Oh, yeah, that's my fault. You said in the twenties. My fault. She, my fault. she probably needs to be like 28, 29. Not quite halfway, but yeah. Um, Again, not taking anything away from from her ability, but if we're looking at again, if I'm putting this list together, 
I'm not thinking of AJ Lee in my top 20. But you're putting her on this list because you know that even the casual fan, and these are people who actually watch the show, <laughs> know that she's married to CM Punk. Right. And that's and you get this name you get this name recognition. Um there's so many other people who does who are lower on the list that deserve to be in these spots and they're not. And again, it's it's mind-boggling. Um, number eleven, you said is Beth Phoenix. Correct. Beth Phoenix. I just watched her icon. You 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 just gave Beth Phoenix <clears throat> a whole hour plus documentary about her career. Granted, Beth Phoenix did not have a super long WWE career. No, but it was impactful. Very impactful and very and 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 after watching that documentary I have a greater respect for Beth Phoenix but even the Beth Phoenix story is capped by where did Molly fall Molly fell at number because I heard you say Molly's name 15 Molly Holly's at 15 there is no Beth Phoenix without Molly Holly I'm not saying that for conjecture. I'm not saying that to be to, to to rattle a cage. I'm saying that quite literally. Beth Phoenix dedicated like a whole section of her Hall of Fame speech to to Nora, aka Holly uh, Molly Holly, and now she's deserved rightfully so going into the WWE Hall of Fame and again much like I talk about trail you know people like Ivory who's a trailblazer people don't know that Ivory started in Glow and she she's literally worked her way she worked her way all the way up and mm-hmm. she's done everything she's been a trainer she's helped the, she helped all of the supermodels they brought in to become wrestlers and made them believable in the ring. I, Molly did the same thing. Fuck, Vic, Victoria did the same thing. And you're sitting here and telling me that you're going to sit here and Sable is fucking... I ain't even got that far in the, in the, in the watch yet. I'm still at like... I think I'm I'm watching the Bull Nakano part still. I paused it just so we could do this recording right now. Okay. But even still, the frustration again, Bill. Now that I've heard the 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 top forty, I am one already knowing that I'm probably gonna be super pissed about the ten. I'm pretty sure the number one and two is going to be Trish and Charlotte. I'm pretty sure Oscar's going to fall somewhere on this list. And I'm near certain that fuck, somebody else undeserving is going to be in the top ten that probably shouldn't be. But please, go ahead. Gotcha. <clears throat> so, here comes the top ten. 
Number 10, Baylor. Number 9, Ronda Rousey. Number 8, wait, 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 wait. The most recognizable female wrestler, probably of all time. Again, not because she's a wrestler, but because she came from other avenues, is number 9. Yep. The actual only woman on this list who has put asses in seats is number yep. nine. Yeah. Okay. Somebody was on that good. Somebody was on that good blow for this list. Uh, number eight, Lita. Number seven. Lita's Wanda number eight. <laughs> number seven, Alondra Blaze. Number six, Sasha Banks. Number five, Oscar. This one's gonna piss you off. Number four, China. Number three, <laughs> Becky Lynch. Number two, Charlotte Flair. And rounding it off in the number one spot, Trish Stratus. Ladies, Again. ladies and gentlemen, this has been Black Guys talking about wrestling. We're, we're no longer talking about wrestling anymore because clearly all of these motherfuckers is high. On something. On something. On something. Woo! That's... That's... That's crazy. You put a lunger blade, aka Medusa, in the top ten. Number seven. Word. Okay. You you failed putting her in the top ten, but then putting Ivory at number twenty. Ivory Ivory sits at number twenty eight. Twenty eight. Victoria sits at number twenty. Victoria sits at fourteen. Victoria is at number fourteen. Jackie is uh number Jackie is 32 32 Molly Holly is Molly Holly sits at number give me a second 15 one spot behind Victoria and Alundra Blaze aka Medusa the woman who took the WWE Women's Championship the very one worn by uh, Wendy Richter, the very one uh, worn by Bull Nakano, the very one that they brought back and that they brought back from Bula and has all of that history on it, that you then took to WCW and threw in the trash on national television. And you put her there because she's a phenomenal athlete. She's a great wrestler. And then you say, fuck all the other ones. And she makes number fucking nine. Only to say the chick with her ass hanging out the top. Her her non-existent ass, mind you, hanging out the top of her goddamn pants. Doing backflips is the next one up. Get the fuck out of here. Don't 
Don't disrespect leader. We won't. We won't have any leader slander. Get the fuck out of we here. We won't. And you can. And, and you can. You can take every pair of dirty thongs she got and stuff them in your mouth. Fuck it, dude. Hell no. Absolutely no. Wait. So wait. So we're wait. So we're just gonna ride with the leader slander. Like leader wasn't good to you. What you gonna do about it? I'm asking. Leader botched so much. Lita tried to work like a guy. She tried to do. Oh, she's she's the queen of extreme. She oh no, she wasn't the queen of extreme because that was Francine. Um, but she's she's doing all these she's she's doing all this lucha lucha work and she's jumping off top ropes and she's she's doing backflips and her and Karatas and this that, and the third. But let's be real, her best matches were against Trish. Everything else was a botch. Tell me I'm lying. I can't because <laughs> but she did have that moment at Wrestlemania where she hurricane Rhino off the ladder that was cold again that's more Rhino come on man let's not pretend that this is that this ain't professional wrestling we're talking about here that's like telling me oh Mae Young is, is amazing because look at the power bomb she took from Bubba Ray Dudley yes she's old as fuck when she did it but that's all about Bubba. That's her trusting him. Is it not? Her trusted Bubba. That, that is her trusted Bubba. Do you, want, do you want to know who I respect more than Mae Young? Taking that power, that sit, that sit out power, or that sitting power bomb from Bubba Ray Dudley off of the stage through several tables and padding. You know who I who, who? I respect more? Victoria. Who, who got not spike power bombed, fucking folded by the Godfather when he was part of Right to Censor. She was still one of the quote-unquote hoes at the time. He spiked the shit out of her through a table. Like she landed high up on her shoulders and neck. And he apologizes to this day about it. He's like, man, I was You're- man, I was reckless. I'm so sorry. I, man, she's forgiven me. She's told me this, that, and the third. But man, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I did that to her. And she sold the shit out of it. <laughs> and Victoria's get- what number again? Victoria found herself at number 14. 14 and Lita's number 8. Number 8 for sucking Adam's dick. Whoa. Hey, it's I forgot. This is a children's show. Uh, we're putting his no-no parts in, his, in her mouth. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> it's the blasphemy. This is like, not blasphemy. Look, look I, 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 I'll personally say this. Okay, I enjoyed. You enjoyed Lita. looking at her thong because you were seven years old. No, I, I really did enjoy Lita's work. Like for for a while, I really thought that Lita to me was one of the best uh, women's wrestling because like, really she did enjoy- because she jumped off the top rope no that does not make you a good wrestler if that was the case 
Matt Bourne would still be in the WWE. If that were the case, Ricochet would be a champion right now. If that were the case, Rey Mysterio would have been a more believable heavyweight champion. Guess guess what's true about all of those statements? That none of that shit is real. She is not a good wrestler because she chooses to jump off the top rope. It makes her fearless. Again, I've been in a wrestling ring before. That's a that wrestling ring. If if you so most people have never actually been inside of a wrestling ring. Right. Wrestling rings sit roughly from from floor to ring to, to the ring mat itself. Uh, that's usually about four to four and a half feet off the ground. Take into consideration that on top of those, on top of that, is are the ring ropes, and most and the WWE has ring ropes that are roughly uh, twelve to sixteen inches apart. So you're going to add another roughly four and a half feet on top of that. So that's eight feet from top rope to the floor it's roughly five feet from top of the rope to inside the ring so it's impressive because you're jumping you don't think about how high jumping from five feet is until you see Sid Vicious snap his his shin in half right and he jumped off the second So you don't think about like, yo, that's, that's, you know, that that's all because you only think of like, oh, that's only five feet. You don't think of it that crazy. So then you don't think about the fact that you're jumping from what would be five feet above the ring floor, the ring mat to the ring floor, which is roughly 10, 11 feet. Again, you won't kill yourself falling 10 feet we know this it hurts it still fucking hurts you still have to fall a certain way to not kill yourself to not you know land on your neck wrong or something like that right so there's a fearlessness there's a fearlessness that you have to have in order to be a professional wrestler but just because you have fearlessness does not make you a good wrestler Look at New Jack. Who's calling him a great wrestler? And yes, I know that speaking about Jerome means that normally you can find yourself stabbed and or shot. I ain't trying to do that. I respect. I him. don't speak. I don't speak on his name. I don't. He's like the candy man. I don't. I don't speak on him. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it a couple. I'm not gonna say it several times. I don't need him knocking on my door. But he jumps off. He jumps off tall shit. He, I'm ju- he, he jumps higher than 10, 11 feet. Oh, I'm going to jump off this 20-foot balcony, this 25-foot balcony, this 30-foot balcony. That's a long fall. Won't kill you if you land right. It'll knock the wind out of you, though. But it won't kill you if you do it right. Say all of that to say... That doesn't make him a good wrestler. 
tech. It doesn't make him a good technical wrestler. It doesn't mean that his matches are are riveting emotionally and they're going to draw you in. It means that you're going to see a lot of high spots. You're going to see some blood and you're going to cringe. I did. I cringe at her matches. And leaders' matches? Yep. Just, just to make sure. Okay. Okay. I, again, I, I understand. I understand. So let's um, let's break down this this top five though. So with the top five, we have Oscar, China, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Trish Stratus. You've already ruined it. You know why? Because you said China and number four again. Oscar Solid. Charlotte solid. Becky solid. No, Becky was number six. Right? Uh, Becky was number four. Uh, number four. So you got Charlotte. I mean, no, number three. Number three. Number you got three. Charlotte. You got Trish, Charlotte, and Becky. You then plug China in there and then Oscar at five. So you have a out and out phenomenal worker in Oscar. Again, take take the language barrier aside. Look at the woman work. She tells us she tells a story with her matches every single time. When when Oscar went undefeated for two years in, in NXT, let's not sit here and play games. These were not all buzzsaw matches where she was out there kicking everybody's ass and just just dominating. She found a. She made you believe in every single match. Like this was a. Not every match was one where she was like, "Oh well, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna go out here and dominate and win." And so for the ones where she had to really fight, it she sold it. And then you had those ones that went in there and realized, like, "Yo, this chick ain't lost in a year and a half. I am terrified of this woman." And those were her squashes. But so she's absolutely deserving to be there again for what we're looking at right now. China, yes. China was something special. But China was not a solid worker. China, again, much like Sable, pulled her titties out in the magazine. And she was the she she was the WWE's first foray into somebody who you knew oh man she can she's gonna do a lot of great stuff why she they put the intercontinental title on her yep so again forget about the fact that you put a men's title on on Jackie just years before you then turn around years after because they, they did China first then Jackie are you sure about that I'm positive Jackie won the Cruiserweight Championship in like the early 2000s. China won the the Intercontinental Championship in the early in like 2000s. In like the late 90s. Early 2000s. Continue. I'll, I'll fact check. Continue. Continue. Go ahead continue. and fact check it. Because she, because there was, it was during one of the, um, she won it at a, uh, uh, well, first she was a co champion. And then she won that joint outright because I believe she held it twice. 
But she did. China won the Intercontinental Championship in 1999. Jackie won the Cruiserweight Championship in 2003. Okay, I'll give you that one. But she, but you, she, there was a reason why they had to do something like that. Why do you put the title on China? What woman is believably going to beat her as women's champion? When all you did was hire supermodels. Is it fair to put, put a, I mean, again, it's the same thing with 2004, 2004. She, China won in 99, Jackie won in 04. So yeah, my fault. No problem. But again, it's like, it's the, it's the whole thing with Nia Jax. Nia Jax is 5'10", 200 and some odd pounds. And she's fighting chicks five a hundred pounds maybe and 30 pounds of that is titty fake titty not 30 pounds of that is titty fake titty the only other person the only other persons that can legitimately get with Nia Jax is Shayna Baszler uh, Sonya Deville maybe and Tamina yeah so since I'm not gonna put the title on Sonya Deville, Shayna Baszler, or Tamina, Nia can only hold the title so long. So I can get, so I can make this look competitive amongst these other chicks. Again, I can't, I can't, I can't argue when you're right. Again, you're right. You're right. You're right. And so China's sitting here. Oh, China, you know, she she's doing all these 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 breakthrough things with the company and for women's wrestling and what else are you gonna do with a woman that's six foot tall and bench presses three hundred pounds? And looks like she benches three hundred pounds. Ayo, uh Tag her up with, uh, you know, team her up with Triple H, and let, let's let's reverse it. She's his bodyguard. That doesn't make sense. Why would you have a female? Oh, look how big she is. And that's the thing. Like China, China was a specimen. She was she was a a, a legitimate specimen, and just happened to literally be Triple H's girlfriend. Uh, while being said specimen I, I, I get you I, I, I. that's an awkward clap man I'm sorry that's mm-hmm. at least kid not that's a, at least kid not that's an awkward clap at least kid got her at least kid got her after she softened up the jawline shit Eddie got her after she softened up the jawline Eddie wasn't with her with her I'm talking about kid actually clapped them cheeks I I I yeah, big to there, but I think Eddie may have cracked at least once. Mm-hmm. They they were on the road. They were on the road again. Rest in peace, Eddie. I don't want to speak bad on your name, sir. But I I feel See, like oh, rest in peace, like, Eddie, and not rest in peace, China. That definitely R.I.P. China. <laughs> God damn, you are terrible. <laughs> definitely R.I.P. China. I'm just saying, like you're terrible. I, I I I believe they was on the road so much like they they like it's like the the Molina and um Batista 
they were on SmackDown together for a long time. And he ended up, she ended up sliding on him and leaving Johnny Nitro alone. And Johnny wasn't gonna whoop Batista ass, so he just had to let it happen. Like Vicky wasn't gonna whoop China ass, so I don't, I can't believe that I'm hearing the things that I'm hearing right now. I can't believe so you tell it. So what? So you so you telling me Vicky was gonna beat China ass? Nigga, if I'm if I'm Vicky, I'm gonna pop a cap in her big ass. Because look here, got nope, Rob. Don't say it because it's, it's racist if you say it. See, I had to catch myself. I had to catch myself from saying some racist things or some some racially charged things because of this. <laughs> because of. <laughs> if I'm if I'm Vicky Guerrero and I find out one if I find out my husband is attracted to a chick that's two inches taller than him and bench presses just as much as he does and he's clapping them muscular cheeks I'm sh- I'm questioning his sexuality and I'm shooting her big ass <laughs> period <laughs> That's horrible. You just you just you just gonna walk up and just clap for like you know what? It's fine. You just you just gonna take this bullet real quick. Man, look here. That's... I'm six foot two, three hundred and some odd pounds. I got a pistol. I don't have to use it. I don't have to carry it all the time. Because I'm six foot two. People ain't gonna choose to fuck with me unless I'm bringing smoke to them. You know what I'm saying? It just it just is what it is. So, right. so I'm not bothering you. You don't, you don't have to bother me, and we'll live happily ever after. However, if me being six foot two, three hundred and some odd pounds, roll up on Omas's seven foot two, four hundred and some odd pound ass, and he bringing the smoke, guess what? He might just have to catch this hot one. <laughs> I might not shoot him to kill him. But I'm definitely bring him down to my how level. Did, how did this turn into shooting almost? Almost say do nothing to nobody. I'm giving you perspective. I, I know. Vicky Guerrero is five. Was look here. Even in the in the the, the mid '90s, the mid to late '90s, Vicky Vicky Guerrero was just a little soft, pudgy little. You know, oh, I done gave birth to all this this Hispanic dudes, babies. You know, I'm a love him and love these babies or whatnot. What's she doing? You you ask the question. Oh, you know, you know, he he's on the road with her. He he just slid them cheeks. One, I'm questioning you sliding them cheeks. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. That's a question I'm asking. I again, I get it. Kid had them cheeks. Uh, Trips had them cheeks. Uh, apparently, people who get paid to clap cheeks, clap them cheeks. Not speaking on, not speaking anything other than the, the truth that we know about her. But at the end yeah, of the day, get it right. but at the end of the day, you know, it, it was what it was. Look here, sweetheart. We not, you know, we not saying nothing disrespectful about her memory. But I'm simply saying. I think it's disrespectful that people would, like yourself 
will say, oh yeah, you know, she, you know, I'm pretty sure Eddie was clapping them cheeks. I think that's, I think that besmirches the legacy of Eddie Guerrero. Eddie loved his wife. He did. He he did love Vicky. He did. He he. Where the fuck is Vicky? Yeah. Where? You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest moments of all time, if I if I do, one of the greatest moments in, in wrestling history to me, not to see the man in pain because that had to be a hell of a fucking fall, but just to literally hear him on on pay per view say, "Where the fuck is Vicky?" will go down in history as one of the greatest things my young years ever heard. Yeah, it's not, not completely her fault either. You gotta when you, when you're trying to put all this all this stuff together for these shows, she's like, yo, I don't know, I don't know about these cues. Can't you hire somebody to tell me when I'm supposed to come out here? Somebody missed a spot. Oh well. Anyway, back to this. Because we spent an hour, we spent an hour on this list. Hear, yes. hear me when I say this: the list is trash. And I hope whoever's listening from the WWE hears this and says, "Well, damn, you know, the black guys talking about wrestling said this this this, this, this list was trash." And I want y'all to know specifically that though I don't speak for everybody on black guys talking about wrestling, I'm speaking for everybody in this particular moment. <clears throat> When black guys talking about wrestling, when I say do better, the list the list was uh, there. There are people who are very deservedly on this list, but are in very disrespectful positions, um, and I think that y'all owe all of them an apology. Every single last one of them, you owe them an apology, and you deserve to throw some people on this list that can that have earned the right to be on there. Um, we get why Trish is number one because Dr- Trish is there. Trish is the quote-unquote perfect specimen for female wrestling. She she was beautiful to, to the ones that, that she needed to be beautiful for. She was athletic. Um, she had crossover appeal. Um, and so you she was your Hogan to your to your women, and I don't mean Hogan in the sense of you know sleeping with uh, her friend's husband on videotape and talking disparagingly about black people. Too far? Is, is it too soon for that? Never, never too, never, never too far again because Hogan forever will be. Um, shit for, for for doing that so you know never never too far never too far uh, but yes we spent quite a long time on this list uh, Rob doesn't really have any picks to to give when it comes to takeover stand and deliver because uh, he's just waiting to see so basically let me break down to you all what happened in the group chat right so since he can't be on here let me just say this DB the villain the best heel in the game uh, continues to to say that I don't deserve my my spot as the number one contender for one of the titles at WrestleMania. Even though I I came in, I saw and I did conquer. Everybody slept on me in that triple threat match, and I did exactly 
what I said I was going to do. But even that does not give me enough credit in his eyes. So what I decided to do was, look, I've beaten you once for the world championship. That doesn't, and that means to me that I know I can beat you again. So with that being said, I put up my number one contendership. I put it up for grabs against him. And we'll be going head to head at NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Now, me and him do have to decide which night we're going to, to go off of. But if I had to have my pick personally, I'm looking at night two. I'm looking at night two. Night two has the the bigger matches, even though there's a lot of great matches on night one, um, like Walter versus Tommaso Ciampa, Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Leon Ruff versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes versus Dexter Loomis versus LA Knight, AKA Eli Drake for the North American, for the number one contender strip for the North American championship. <clears throat> Um, there's a triple threat match Pete Dunn versus Koshida excellent matches on night one but night two I feel like you know it's just a little bit better so I'm personally going for night two um, and the women's tag team match uh, between The Way and Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart I believe it's too early to take the titles off of them uh, I'm going with Ember Moon and Shotzi on that one Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly you don't get to pick Adam matches right now when you don't know when y'all are doing that Keep that stuff to yourself. See, that's what's wrong with you. You don't, you don't respect nothing. That's your problem. I I do. I do. But look, all I'm saying is that this is my 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 own personal picks for for night two if we decide to go with night two. But you know what? I you're right. I'm just gonna let you all know. Personally, I pick night two. I'll leave it at that. And I look forward to once again coming back to you all and letting you know like I have before that I will be going on to Wrestlemania to face Rob and to conquer the mountain this has been Black Guys Time About Wrestling as the world champion Rob you get the final say so before we close out fuck this women's top 50 list (laughs) Uh, and on that note ladies and gentlemen 